One page reached has sign, 216, five lines at the top in the middle. We've just been discussing that um, all of the idea of the limitation, how are the kalim of Atsilis, a Atsilis, a Gilead Helen, meaning just a revelation of that which was already existed. And they're just a revelation of godliness. Like we said, the key, even the, the Garmai are one with the Iu, with Eirin Saif. And that's because the idea of a Kli usually is Gvul with Simsim, to limit the, the Eir and to condense it, to contract it. However, in Atsilis, you can't say that because you can't say that the Kli literally limits the Eir because everything in Atsilis, everything is godliness, everything is just a revelation of divinity. So, what is the idea of a Kalim in Atsilis? It's that this very power that limits the Oyer and Atsilis is not a limitation in and of itself. This this power that limits the Kalim, that limits the Oyer, is also a godly power, Mamish. Because in truth, being that Hashem in his very essence is called Yochel, therefore he's even able to limit himself. Even the and even this Gvul, even to bring about literal limitation. And if it wasn't in his ability to bring out this power of limitation from himself, then you would have to say that he's not kol yachl, he's not all able. And that would be limiting his completeness. So being that we are, that being that he is of the ability to even bring him, bring out something which is totally opposite of what he is, meaning his ain so if he's unlimited, he's, he has the ability to even, he's all able to bring out even a koyach gvul, a power of limitation. So therefore, this metzius is not a separate thing from his essence. This idea, this limitation is not something separate. Because... It is Oyerin Saif, but he's all able, and therefore even able to bring about limitation. Everything comes from him. So it, you cannot say that this power of limitation is something separate from godliness. It's not something separate from the essence of Hashem. It is a power, a power of the unlimited essence of Hashem. He's so unlimited, so um, unbounded, that he even has the ability to limit himself, to bring out limitation. And therefore, this Kayach that limits the Oyer in the world of Atilas, which we call Kalim, um, which is Magbal the Shefa, it's also a aspect of divinity, literally a part of godliness, whereas the Kalim of Biyah are already a created entities with their own Yashas, and therefore not literal, not in literal just revelations of godliness. There are already creations. Here, the Kalim are just powers of the infinite emanator, of the infinite essence of Hashem, who is so complete, he even has the power to limit himself. Being that the Kayach HaGvul is, from, is one of the powers of the Ein Seif Atzmai, and specifically from the ability of his true essence, that is where this ability to limit himself comes from. That is the true expression of the Ein Saif, of the unlimited power of Hashem. The fact that he even has the ability to express himself in different ways which are even opposite. So the fact that he even has the ability to limit, that is the true, that's how you truly see. When you just see the, the unlimited revelation of Godliness, then you see, okay, he's just, that's, that's how he is. He is unlimited. So it doesn't show you that he's truly unlimited. But when you see that he even has the power to express himself in an opposite way, in a way which doesn't make sense, so to say, which is totally opposite of what he is, Ain Saif, that shows you that he's truly unlimited, he's truly Kol Yochul. Um, so therefore, the Kayach HaGvul is also just the expression of the unlimited essence of Hashem. And for that very reason, you see that from Hashem, there emerges all these different opposites, Chesed and Gvuda, he's Pashtus Tzimtzum, because he is all able, and therefore he includes them all together, and they're not two, two opposites, they're not two things which contradict each other at all, compared to Hashem's true essence, which has the ability to include everything within him. 
And the fact that we do call them we call them any limitation, even though they're really just which are totally unlimited, because they bring about Hagbola outside of the world of Atzilis. They're the beginning of Hagbola. That means that the Shefa that is revealed, the godly energy is revealed outside of Atzilis, that eventually becomes Bigvul, becomes limited. But in Atzilis itself, it's all still unlimited. But it's the source for limitation. That is the idea that the ten spheres of Atzilis, they are Ein Soif, not just in the fact that they're ain't safe to their expression, to their expansion, but rather in their very essence of their in their very beings, the fact that they are already called Chachman Chesed, that itself is already ain't safe. Because the fact that they can be called limited powers and defined entities, that itself is an expression of the ain't safe, the power of the ain't safe who is all able even to bring about this power of limitation. Meaning the Mitzadashlemasmos, because of the utmost complete being of Hashem's essence, true essence, he has to have, we must say that he can even express himself in limitation. So therefore there must be this idea of limitation of So this very idea itself of this limitation, the role of Atzilis, is just a power of the Ein Saif Mamish, of the truly in unlimited essence of Hashem. And nevertheless, it's still, it is it's limited. Even though it is truly unlimited because it's an expression of Hashem's unlimited power, nevertheless, it becomes into a limited way, in a concrete being of defined being but in the world of Atzilis it's not limited it's just an expression of Hashem's power of limitation only afterwards these this power of limitation become expressed in the created worlds as actual limitations and we said we can explain this what we said in another place that regarding the idea of the ain't safe the ain't safely there's a difference between how that applies to the oyer of Atzilis and how it applies to the oyer of Atzilis regarding the oyer of Atzilis when, when we say ain't safely Nevertheless, even though it's ain't safe to the spashas of Chochmah, it's still, it's all within the realm of Atzilis. It's not outside of Atzilis. Meaning that wherever this Oyer is going to be drawn down and going to extend to, it's still going to be Atzilis. But this is different to how this concept applies to the Eidin Seif, which is above Atzilis. The Eidin Seif Obliquevul, that there is no end to his expression, to his expansion, literally. Meaning that he's found in every place, every world, Atzilis and beyond, vary in the same exact way. And he's not just limited to one to one trum, to one area. And even though that he extends into beyond, this of oblique even goes into beyond, nevertheless, the worlds, the created worlds of Biyah, they stay in their initial mitzias, their yeshes, how they are in and of themselves. They don't become bottle because of this revelation, even though the Eidin Seif is found within them. And that is the meaning of Ein Seif Lispashtusei to the Eidin Seif Obliquevul, that he extends and is drawn down in every single place, mamish, in a truly unlimited way, even into Biyah, and to the extent even to the lowest world of, Atzil- of Asiya, to the physical world. But the, which is not the case, but the Oyer of Atzilus, the godly energy of Atzilus, we say that there's Ein Saif to, to its expansion. That's only to say that it is not Hagbola, it's not because Hagbola, Liasis Bashtusan Kates Vesaif, the Ad Paisovit, meaning that the Chachma, all the levels of Atzilus, are all have an unlimited expansion, but they can't expand beyond the realm of Atzilus and beyond their own defined limitation of Chachma or Chesed. However, nevertheless, it's all Atzilus. And if it's going to go extend more than Atzilus, then everything will be Atzilus. In order that it should be able to be Biyad, it has to be the stopping, the concealment of the, of the light of Atzilus. Because the, this Oyer already came into a limitation and into a measurement according to the specific way of Atzilus, therefore, however much it extends, it's always going to be Atzilus. And so too, regarding the level of Chachma and Chesed in the world of Atzilus, the Chachma is Ein Soif in its very essence and its being. Like we just said, that it's expression of Hashem's power of, of, of his unlimited power. 
but not like we know Chachma. Chachma is a limited faculty in its very essence, meaning you, uh, even the greatest, smartest person can't understand everything, only to a certain point. And Chachma Vatsilis is not limited in its very essence. Nevertheless, it's still Chachma, and it's still all, always in the world, of, the realm of Vatsilis. And that's the meaning of Chachim Elul Chachmi Yediyah. The Chachma of Biyah, of the created worlds, is a Chachmi Yediyah, which we can understand, which we can relate to. But Chachma Vatsilis is not a Chachmi Yediyah, it's not a known Chachma, because it is literally Ein Soif, it's unlimited in its very essence, in its very core, in its very being, like we said, because it's just an expression of the Shem's power of limitation. And therefore, we can't say about this Chachma we can't apply to it the Hagbala of the Chachma, which we know, of the Chachma of Biyah, meaning that it even has, in its very essence, is limited and can't extend forever. Nevertheless, still, the Chachma is Chachma. It has a limitation in the sense where it's not outside the world of Matilis, and it's not outside of its own Gedr of Chachma. It's not Chachma, it's Chachma, not Bina. So there is a limitation even though the Chachma, the Sviris, the Kalim of Atzilis are just expressions of Hashem's unlimited power, of Hashem's unlimited essence to even limit himself, nevertheless, there's still a limitation in that they, his Pashtus is all within the realm of Atzilis. And they are still limited, they are still defined entities. So this is where we are, five lines on the top. This is all because the Sviris of Atzilis are just a revelation of that which was already concealed from the Oyedin Sefer Maitzel, from the unlimited emanator, the source of the world of Tzilis. And just like within the Oyedin Sefer, the ten spheres, the ten hidden spheres within the Oyedin Sefer are all, all the levels there are just like they're absorbed, included, they're called within the Oyedin Sefer, so therefore they take on the same characteristics of the Oyedin Sefer. So all the levels there, even the Esos Fides, how they exist there, are all unlimited, Ein Sefer. So that is the reason why that's why when they become actually revealed in the world of Atzilus, they also have an unlimited nature to them. They have an unlimited expansion, an expression in the world of Atzilus because that's how they were. All the levels of Atzilus are just Giliah Helen. They already existed beforehand within the Aiden Safe and being that they're just a Gili, meaning that it's not a new existence. Therefore, they have the same characteristics as they were when they were in their Helen state, which they were totally Ain Safe. So even according to this opinion, we can explain that which the Rabbeinu Zal, that the Alter Rebbe writes, He says that of Atzilus is totally uncomparable to Eidin Seif, to the truly unlimited energy of Hashem. So seemingly, according to this opinion, we're saying that the Ten Sefiris are just um, revelations of that which was already concealed within the Eidin Seif. So how are we going to say now that the ten sefiris, including Chachma, the highest sefira, is totally uncomparable to the Eidin Seif? How could you say that? It's a literal revelation of that which it already exists within the Eidin Seif. In Areich implies that it has no comparison and no connection at all to the Eidin Seif. Here we're saying, no, it's just a Gilead Helen. It's not a new existence. It already existed beforehand. So how do we explain this? This is like we explained in another place in the explanation of the verse. That the sphere of Chachma, this is the deeper explanation of the verse, is found from nothingness. Meaning, the way that the sphere of Chachma is brought about and is revealed into the world of Atzilis is in a way of from nothingness. So, we're going to explain what this means and how it will help us understand how still Chachma of Atzilis, even though it's just a Gilead Helen from the Adian Seif, it is to the Adian Seif. Because the verse says, So to explain this, The creation, the bringing into being of the world of Atzilus is to, through a tzimtzum, through a contraction, a concealment of Hashem's infinite energy. Like we explained earlier, that the whole idea of revelation 
of the world of Atsilis is only possible through an initial contraction of Hashem's infinite energy. The rule of Atsilis in the end is still a world. It's still the Oilam. It's still a limited world, even though it's just a Gilea Helen. So therefore the whole Mitzis, this existence of this world, is only possible through Tzimtzum. And the idea of this Tzimtzum, which can, allows for Atsilis to exist, as explained in Tzimtzum, the Maimur entitled Pasach Liyo in Parshas Vayera, regarding Kesser, I know, so this Tzimtzum, it's explained in that Maimur, it's referring to the Tzimtzum which is in Kesser. Which is in the level of divinity which totally transcends the Seder Yishlashos, the chain of creation, the unlimited revelation of Hashem, the Oyedin Seif. Meaning, Kesser is also synonymous with Hashem's will. So, in general, that's Kesser referring to Hashem, the will of the Oyedin Seif, of the infinite emanator of the world of Atsilas. The Hashem's desire to emanate, to reveal the world of Atsilas in order that there should be this existence of the world of Atsilas is only through the Tzimtzum. But this Tzimtzum is happening within Hashem's Ratzin, within Hashem's desire, within Keser. So in order to be able to bring about this world, this limited world of Atsilas, even though it's just a Gilead Helen, there still needs to be a Tzimtzum in the Ratzin of Hashem. In more detail, like we said, we just said, um, it's talking about the Ratzin of the Eden Seif. That's, that's what needs the Tzimtzum in order to bring about the world of Atsilas. But in more detail, it's referring to an even higher level, that the Tzimtzum is applying to the Aliyah Saratin, the initial arousal of Hashem's will, not the will itself, meaning the initial arousal is a higher level within Ratzin, within Kesser. Um, this is talking about the arousal of Hashem's will within the essence of the infinite emanator, the infinite um, essence of Hashem before the initial Tzimtzum, in order that it should be able to be the revelation of the Kav, which is the Oyim Tzimtzum, that comes about through the Tzimtzum. So in order to bring about a divine energy, which is limited and therefore can have a relationship and enclose into the, and create this world of Atsilis, it has to happen that there has to be a Tzimtzum on Hashem's initial desire to create the world of Atsilis and to create all the worlds. And this Tzimtzum happens in the, basically the infinite revelation of divinity, which is before um which is before, meaning this level of divinity, which is even before the initial symptom. And this is where the symptom happens, in this revelation, the infinite revelation of, of godliness. Concealing that infinite revelation in order that there should come out from it a confined, condensed, contracted revelation of divinity, the Kav. And that whole process of coming from the Oyedin Seif before the symptom to bring about the Oyed Kav, the Oyed Mugbal that's only through the symptom. And it's happening in the initial arousal of Hashem's desire. And in general, this symptom is happening between Kesser and Chachma. Chachma is the highest level of Atsilas. Kesser is the level which the symptom is happening upon, which will able to be, well, after this symptom, this concealment, will be able to be the creation of Chachma, or the revelation of Chachma. The point here is saying also that the symptom, we can never say that symptom applies directly to Hashem's true essence. Hashem's true essence is above being affected by anything. Only after he reveals an infinite revelation from himself, that's the Oyudin Soif, that's where the symptom can apply. And that was this idea of Kesser. The symptoms happening in Kesser, not into the actual Ein Soif. This whole symptom is only happening in Kesser of Atsilis. In more detail, there's actually differences between the 
between the initial Tzimtzum to the Tzimtzum of the level of Ak, Adam Kadmin, to the Tzimtzum of Dikna, basically all these different levels, there's different Tzimtzumim, but in general, this is talking about the Tzimtzum, which is happening in Kesser, which is basically the Aliyah Saratzim. That has the ability, after that Tzimtzum, then we can have the a more Tzimtzum Mugbal Dikaoyer that can create the world of Atzilis, or that can bring bring about the revelation of the world of Atzilis. So, Vihine, Inyan Tzimtzum Hu, B'chanas Hefse Koyer Dishin. The whole idea of Tzimtzum is, it's a total blockage, a total stoppage of the initial divine energy. And therefore, the revelation which is happening of this Kav after the Tzimtzum is not the same quality as the initial Oyer, which is revealed before the Tzimtzum. As explained in another place, that the whole idea of Tzimtzum is a Hefsek Oyer. It's totally stopping the initial quality of the Oyer. But nevertheless, it's still the Oyer which is revealed after the Tzimtzum is still Me'ain, similar to the initial Oyer. You can't say it's a totally new existence. It's similar to the initial Oyer. The Mashin's Hava La'achr says in the bottom, adds Tzimtzum, Lies B'chines Ein Areich Mamesh Zeho Shines Hava Idea Tzimtzum Atmechu. Avo B'chines Ha'ir Ein B'chines Ein B'chines Ein Areich Mamesh I think it's supposed to add Ein Areich. So that which was created after the Tzimtzum, basically something which is totally uncomparable to to that which is before the Tzimtzum, that was created through the Tzimtzum itself. However, the Oyer, the Oyer, which is revealed after the Tzimtzum, is still Me'ain. It's still similar to the source of the light from before the Tzimtzum. It's not totally Ein Arich. Only the creation, which is brought about from that Oyer, is something which is Ein Arich to the Oyer in safe before the Tzimtzum. So the idea of Tzimtzum is the Hefsek Oyerishin, the totally new Oyer. But nevertheless, it's still Me'ain Hari. It's still similar to the initial Oyer. Like I said, written in Yitzchayim, Shala Achar Tzimtzum, so after the initial Tzimtzum, the Eidin Tzayif, the infinite revelation of, of Godliness, drew out from itself, meaning from its unlimited power, a small revelation of the Kav. Kav. So that's talking about the revelation of the Kav. What is it saying here? It's After the Tzimtzum, it's still talking about this Amshach of the Kav being from the Eagle Shalei, meaning from the Eidin Seif before the Tzimtzum. So we see that the revelation of the Kav, of this limited, contracted divine energy, which can be the source for all of creation, it's still coming, it's still stemming from the Eidin Seif, the infinite revelation of divinity from before the Tzimtzum, from the Eagle Agadl, which is the great circle, which is referring to the infinite revelation of divinity before the Tzimtzum, which is even higher than the Kav. That was where the Kav is coming from. So it's still saying the Kav is deriving from there. So even though there's a Tzimtzum, which is a Hefsek Ha'ir Darishin, but still it's Me'ain Ha'ir, because it's still it's sourced in that initial Ha'ir from before the Tzimtzum. Now in the parentheses, Gamma She'egel Nikra Lifnei Ha'kav, Seif Ha'makiv as a Kav, Me'eish Ha'seifei, Kamo'ish Ha'nisbaid. So even that which the Eagle, this Eagle from before the Tzimtzum, meaning the infinite revelation of Godliness before the Tzimtzum, which is called, it's always called in the Sifra Kabbalah, Lifnei Ha'kav, before the Kav. And it's called Seviv Makiv as a Kav. It's, it's encompassing the, encircling the Kav from its top, meaning from the highest level of the Kav to the lowest level of the Kav. Buvu from that very expression, the wording of the Sifre Kabbalah, Sheyeshlam Erech, that they must have a relationship to each other and some connection. They're not totally Ein Arich. There is some type of Erech, some type of connection and relationship between them. Just the very fact that it says Lifnei Hakav, something which is before something else, means you're not saying that it's Be'in Areich, it's saying it's just before it. It's just a little bit higher than it. It's Soiviv Makif. The fact you're saying that it is encompassing that level, that the eagle is encompassing the Kav, even though there is a far relationship, it's encompassing and implying that it's very high above it, just like the Seviv, it's Ere Seviv. 
But still, the fact that it's soiviv means that it's encompassing it, that it's relating to the that which is encompassing the kav. So that itself already shows you that the kav has a, a relationship to the eating safe before the tzimtzum, the eagle. Even though it's very far from the kav, that's why it's using this expression that's lifnei or soiviv. And that's the the deeper meaning of this verse. From and from underneath are the zrei Salem are the are the arms of the world, which is referring to the kav, meaning to say that there is the Hashem's devote abode of the primordial God, and um, and the mitachas underneath that is the hands of the world, meaning that there's this lak kedem. That's the primordial God referring to the infinite revelation of Godliness, the Eagle of Godl. And we tachas lower than that, meaning and a lot meruchok mina kav, and a lot that's a lot lower from the from the um, eagle is the zrei Salem is the kav. So it's very distant, even though it's very distant from the, um, the 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 eagle is very distant from the kav. Nevertheless, at the very top, the highest level of the kav, the kav is touching and is literally attached to the eidin safe from before the tzimtzum. Which is because of the Yitzchayim Shalom, like the Yitzchayim writes that the Eida Kav is Dovuk, is Negea, to the Eidin Seif before the Tzimtzum. So that's just a parenthesis. So the whole Kav is Himshich Eidin Seif, Mina Eagle Shalei. It's all deriving from the Eidin Seif from before the Tzimtzum. And therefore it's Me'ain, even though the Kav is only coming about through the Tzimtzum, which is a Hefsika Eir, meaning it's a different quality Eir. It's not like the same Mahus of the first Eir of the Eidin Seif before the Tzimtzum. Nevertheless, it's still Me'ain. It's still similar to, because it's still deriving directly from the agency before the Tzimtzum. If you would say that it's not deriving at all from there, therefore it would be a totally different existence, totally different creation, but it's not. It's deriving from there, just through a, by means of a Tzimtzum. And if so, if it's deriving from the agency before the Tzimtzum, it must be similar to its source, which its source is unlimited. Even though it's not the same quality, the same essence as the first the Aiden Safe, it's totally different. It's changed its quality in a huge way. But it's still because it derives through the Tsimsum, but it derives from the Aiden Safe before the Tsimsum. And it's Negev Adavakboy, like we said earlier, the highest level of the Kav still is deriving from there, just through this hefsik of this Tsimsum, it must be that it's still Mayain, very similar to its source. Even though it's not the same exact same quality, the same Mahus at all. So the parenthesis says, according to the opinion that the Oyir, the, God, the godly energy in the world of Atzilus is still pushed, divested of any definition, and that the Kav, which is before the Oyir of Atzilus, before that Oyir actually becomes enclosed in the world of Atzilus, is still unlimited. So according to this, this we're saying, so this kind of introduces a little bit of a um, contradiction here, because we're saying seemingly that the Oyir Kav is still totally unlimited, not which seems to be like the same as the Oyer Seif before the Tzimtzum. So that with this, according to this, it seems to say that the Oyer Kav is the exact same quality as the initial Oyer of the Oyer Seif before the Tzimtzum. Literally. But the fact that this Oyer now can be revealed, that's the difference. That Tzimtzum brings about now that there should be a revelation to creation, meaning to the lower entities of existence, there should be a revelation of this oyer. That is only through the tzimtzum. Which is barbarous. As we will explain, according to the opinion of the rekanti, the point is that according to this opinion, that the oyer akav is bleak vul, which seems to be to make it exactly the same as the oyer before the tzimtzum oyer bleak vul. 
So the oyer is the same mahus according to this. So what did the tzimtzum do then? The tzimtzum has to change the hefsek oyer. What it did is it caused that there should be a revelation. Now this oyer, initial oyer, which is oyer and seif, before the tzimtzum, it wasn't revealed and it wasn't felt by existence at all. Now the tzimtzum is bringing about that this very quality oyer should now be able to be revealed to worlds. So it is being poiled some type of tzimtzum and um, lowering of the initial oyer. Outside the parentheses, another place it explains their explanation of this idea that the revelation of the kav from the Aiden Saif is through the cute of the of the Aiden Saif, is through being close to the Aiden Saif before the Tzimtzum. That's the whole way that the revelation of the kav can happen. So, so this is another point which is explained in another place in Chassidus that the revelation of the kav. Is only meaning is close. The kav is still close, even though it's coming through the tzimtzum. It's still close, and the ain to the oyedin soif, which reveals it, which is its source. And now we can go back to what we initially were talking about. That, according to this opinion, that the the um, all this sfiris of atzilus, even the kalim, are just revelations of gilia helen from that which was concealed within the oyedin soif. They're not a new existence at all. So how can we say that Chacham of Atzilus, the highest level of Atzilus, is Ein Aruch, incomparable to the Eidin Seif? Right? This is the, it's it already existed before. It's not incomparable. It's just the Gilead Helen, that which is already there, it already existed, just became revealed. So he said that it's all based on this explanation of Chacham Me'ayin Timotzi, which this verse implies, seemingly, that Chachma of Atzilus is coming Me'ayin, meaning from nothing, meaning as it's of a new existence, not a direct extension, not a direct revelation from that which was already concealed, just Me'ayin, from nothing. Um, so we excited that the whole idea of Atzilus is only through Tzimtzum. And the Tzimtzum is within Kesir, within Hashem's Aliyah Saratzin, meaning the Oyed Seif before the Tzimtzum, in order that it should be brought about the Kav, which is the Oyed which is going to relate to Atzilus, it's through the Tzimtzum. And basically, between Kesir and Chachma, there has to be a Tzimtzum. And the whole idea of the Tzimtzum is um, only relating to Kesir. And the Tzimtzum is the Hefzik Oyedishin, stopping the initial Oyed at this Gili, this revelation of the Oyed, which is after the symptom is totally a new quality, a new mahus of air, a new quality light. But nevertheless, it's still main, it's still similar to the initial air because the kav, which is coming through the symptom, is still stemming in davuk to the air and say before the symptom. That's its source. So therefore, it must be similar to its source, even though it's a different mahus, but it, therefore, it must have an unlimited ability, unlimited characteristic to it, just like its source. So, so too, from Kesser to Chachma, which there's a symptom between on the Kesser to bring about Chachma and The creation of Chachma, the bringing about of the existence of Chachma from Kesser is through a symptom. This specific symptom, which is on Kesser, which said there's many different symptoms, is the symptom of the Dikna of the beard, which is the idea of Cyrus, the hairs. Like it says in Kabbalah, in the Zayar, Abba, Chachma is Yoinik. It suckles its energy from the Mazel, which Mazel is the synonymous with the idea of Cyrus, hairs. Meaning, the idea of hairs is that it gets energy directly from the brain. That's the hair follicles. It, the, the hairs are growing out from the head. But the level of energy which it gets, the hairs get, are so minuscule. Therefore, when you cut the hair, you don't feel it at all. Whereas when you cut a limb, you do feel it because the energy is a lot more revealed within the limbs than it is within the hairs. The hair's energy is coming through a great symptom. So the specific symptom we're talking about here, from the Kesser to Chachma, to be able to bring about Chachma, that's the symptom of the beard, of the hairs of the beard, meaning the symptom of this idea that Chachma is, suckles through the symptom. Um, it gets its energy from Kesser, 
but only through the symptom of hairs, meaning a very, very intense symptom, just like the idea of the hairs. So you don't feel the energy of the soul of your life within the hairs. So, Mishum Zet, because of the symptom between the Kasser and Chachma, the Oyer of Chachma is not the same, the Oyer which enclosed in the Chachma of Atilis is not the same Oyer, the same essence of Oyer which was the before the symptom of the, 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 the godly energy of the emanator, the source of Atilis. And therefore it says concerning this Oyer of Chachma, that the Chachma stems is, is found from Ayin, from nothingness. It's almost like it's a new existence because it's totally a new Mahus Oyer. Even though it's still Me'ain, it's still similar to because it derives from, but it's now because it's come through a symptom, there's some type of blockage in, in between which changes the quality of the light totally. Therefore, it's 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 me'ayin um, from nothingness, as if it's a new existence. But it's really, but it's really not truly because the air still comes from the agency before the symptom, and therefore it's me'ayin. It still has the unlimited ability characteristic to it. But nevertheless, still this air of chokmah still has a relationship, a connection to the air of before the symptom. Because even the level of chokmah of Atsilis is still ain't safe. Like I said, the ain't safe least pashtusai to its expansion, or that in it, that it, it, it itself is ain't safe, like I said, because just an expression of Hashem's gvul, an expression of Hashem's unlimited essence, how to, that he even has the ability to limit himself, which that is only possible from Hashem's true essence, like we said earlier. So therefore, even though the Chachma is coming through an intense symptom, therefore it's not the Mahusa Oyerishan at all. Nevertheless, it's still Me'ain, because it's still deriving from that Oyerishan before the symptom, just through a symptom, and therefore it's Me'ain, therefore it must have a Erech and a Shaykhis to the initial Oyer, and therefore it still re- retains this capacity, this ability of being Ein Soif, this characteristic of Ein Soif. Um, but so now we can still fit that with what the Altar Abbas says, that Chachma of Atzilus is Ein Aroich, Lagabi, its source in the Oyerit Soif. So it is Ein Aroich in the sense because it comes to the symptom. So therefore, it's a mahus, it's a totally different Mahus Oyer. Same time, it's still Me'ain, it's still a Gilead Helen. The Oyer is still similar to its source because it's still deriving from that source just through a symptom, but therefore it still retains an Ain Safe to it. So it even fits according to that opinion that the Spheres of Attilus are just a Gilead Helen. There still is an Ain Aroich distance between them because of the symptom, therefore the Mahus is a totally different Mahus, different quality Oyer, but still is Me'ain. Therefore, you can still call it a Gilead Helen. And now continuing. Um, five lines at the bottom. The Mareches, which we've been talking about different opinions about the Tensefides. The Mareches, his opinion, he's, um, he doesn't say that the Tensefides are Eidus Vakilim. He doesn't say that the Tensefides are Eidus Vakilim. But the Kedish are Aleph, Periches, Eimer, and the Vedas Kedish, Gateway 1, Chapter 8, says, Koyach HaSholim, Koyach HaChosir. He calls it the complete power and the the diminished power. And another place we say that that refers to this Kayach HaSholim is the Oyer, the complete power, and the Kayach HaChosir, a little bit diminished power, meaning the power of limitation, that's the Kalim. So we see that Vedas HaKadosh does agree with this concept that the Ten Sviris are made up of Oyeris and Kalim. But the Maireches doesn't say that Ten Sviris have Oyeris and Kalim. Um, so the fee Kabbalah Sa'arizal, Sha'as Sviris, Heim Chines Atmos V'Kalim. So according to the uh, the tradition of the Arizal, that the ten Sefiris are made up of Oir, Atmos, and Kalim, which is Oir and Kalim. So I have to say, according to this opinion, that the Marechus, that he says that there's no Oir, 
According to this opinion, Shahafish Bain Aidas Vakalim who rak moi ishtalshlus illuva ol. That the difference between Aidas Akalim is just like the idea of the ishtalshlus, the chain of descent of a way of cause and effect, illuva ol, meaning that each level has a, d- a direct connection to the previous level. Which means that just that there's a descent, that the divine energy descends from level to level until it comes on such a level, a low level, that it's able to relate to worlds and to conduct the worlds through them, meaning through this descent. So basically, according to the Ma'areches, that there's no Kalim, how can you say that the divine energy comes on such a level where now it can channel through and become to a limited capacity and relate to limited worlds and basically channel kindness to the worlds, channel severity to the worlds, etc.? Basically, Hashem should run the worlds. How can it happen? The kalim of the of Atsilas are basically this, so to say, intermediary, which allows the Hashem in His infinite essence to interact with the limited worlds. But according to Marechus, that the Asasfides are not Aedes Vakalim, so how can we apply that? So we have to say that the difference between Aedes Vakalim is the idea of Ishtalshul's Ilal, that basically the Oyer is the Ilal, the source, and the Ol, which is basically is another just expression of the Oyer, just on a lower level, that's like the kalim, um, according to Marechus. And basically, the divinity descends level by level, descent after descent, and until it comes to such a low level where it can relate to limited worlds and basically conduct worlds through these ten spheres, which are not made up of kalim, but basically many descents, which eventually makes the oyer on a level which can connect and relate to worlds. The example of the idea of Ishtalsus Ilaval is like the brain and then emotions, the intellect and emotions, the hakil. That every basically your emotions are a direct descent from the intellect. They are already included in the intellect. Like we said earlier, the spilus sasichlis, the hakel b'chalal esesvides. This is all included in the in the idea of the ten svides. Elshu who yivida madrega madrega. But it's just a descent from level to level. Aderachzeh who gam kiem ba'edis v'kilim. Same same idea can apply to the edis v'kilim. So basically, the idea of the ma'areches. He says that the ten svides don't have edis v'kilim. So. The Kalim aspect is just the lowering of the energy, the divine energy becomes more and more Mitsumtsum. And more and more Mitsumtsum, more and more lowered until it can relate to limited worlds. And similarly, we're going to apply this to the idea of Aedis for Kalim, that the Oir is Pashat and it becomes related to worlds to the Kalim. So that's the opinion of the Adarizal. But the Rareches, it doesn't say that there's Kalim basically. So what is it? It's just a descent of the Oyer level to level, and this descent eventually allows the godly energy to relate to limited worlds. And this is the the explanation according to the simple way. So the what is this general this idea and the Bipashtis idea of the it says in Kabbalah that from the thickening of the Oyer is brought about the vessel. So what do we see from here? This is like the Marechus, that the Ten Svetus is not made, made up of Edis and Kalim. It's just the Oyer on a lower level, the more thicker it becomes, so to say, meaning the more the more dense the, the Oyer becomes, the more contracted, the lower, the more it starts to be further from its source and feel its own yeshus, the more symptom that you apply to the Oyer, that is what brings about the Kli. So we see that the Kli is just a basically lower descent of the Oyer. Uh, it's just the thickening of the air, meaning the air becoming further and further from its source and being more and more revealed outwards. Which the further and further it gets from its source, the more it feels its own um, independent existence. But still always remains in Atsilas. It's just a revelation of that which was concealed before in the Aiden Saif.
it's not a new existence yet. It's Hishavas Ha'ir, it's just the Gili of the Ha'ir brings about the Kli, but it's not a new existence like in the world of Biyah. And that which we could say by the Kalim, so too it is applying it with the Ha'ir, that the, the Kalim are a, just a, in the end, even according to Marechis, they're just a Gili of the Ha'ir on a lower, lower, a lot lower level. So too we can apply that to the, to the, um, to, so to the Ha'ir. The oir is also just a gilia helen. And so too, whatever we could say about the oir, this also we can apply to the kalim. The kalim and the oir of Atsilas are just a gilia helen, that which is already concealed within the esoteric agnusis within the Aryan safe. No new existence is brought about here. And we just explained that the Marechis is saying this idea of kalim is not. There's no really real concept of kalim, but there, the kalim is basically the idea, same idea. The kalim is just a more condensed, contracted power of godly of the godliness. And kind of that's what we're saying earlier. The, the 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 power of the infinite essence of Hashem, even to limit Himself, the kehachavul. So this is more just a contracted, condensed expression of, of the divine energy. Is the idea of a of a idea of a kli. So basically, the same thing that applies to the keli. Same thing applies to the ear. They're all just a gilia helim. One is just the expression of Hashem's power to limit Himself. One is an expression of Hashem to be unlimited. The oyer and the kli, but they're all just a giliyahalim. They already existed beforehand. And we just said that there's ein aroich. The ein aroich is because there is a symptom, so it's a different mahus oyer. But still, it's mein ham oyer. It's still you can still call it a giliyahalim because it's mein because it's always directly connected to the eidensayf before the symptom. There just is a symptom which allows this to be a oyer which can relate to a limited world of atzilus. Atzilus is still the oylem. It's called the oylem. Therefore, it still has a limitation. Therefore, you need to have the Oyrakav. The Oyrin Seif itself can't relate to the world of Atzilis. You have to have the Oyrakav. So that Oyrakav comes about through the Tzimtzum. So it's a total different quality Oyr than the Oyrin Seif of Ligvul before the Tzimtzum. But it's still Me'ain. Therefore, you still call it Gilead Helen. And therefore, it still retains the Ein Seifius, the unlimited aspect of the Ein Seifius Bashtusa, or the Ein Seif to the actual um, Spheres themselves. Like we said, they're just an expression of Shem's And with that, we complete. This section of this Hemshech Memorium about the Ten Sphiris and the Ten Sphiris Agnusis, and the next shear will be the last shear, which we will conclude the whole Sefer Memorium Tafri Shamaches, excluding the all the Hesafis.